listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Listen, we have made it through another year. That's right. We are ending another year. And I know that you have your year has been filled with much like mine. I'm sure some very high highs and some disappointments along the way. But guess what? You, my friend, have made it. I want to thank you for hanging out with us this year on Speaking with One Voice allowing us to add value to you and your team each and every week. We just appreciate you listening, liking, subscribing, rating the emails that we get, the feedback we get when we're out in public and you recognize us and talk to us. We just say thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for liking our pages, uh, following us on all of our social media platforms, at Rodney R. Payne. Thank you uh, for turning on your notifications. Thank you for uh, subscribing to our new YouTube channel, at Rodney R. Payne. You have just made this a wonderful, wonderful year. Uh, we are wrapping up the year, but uh, with the end of one thing becomes the beginning of a new thing. So while we're wrapping up this year, we're looking forward to starting a new year. And so uh, as we get prepared, I want to share with you a great opportunity that I have for you. As you know, we are releasing our brand new leadership book called Critical Decisions Made Easy. You can pre-order that book today on my website at uh, RodneyRPayne.com. You can order it at RodneyRPayne.com. That's a pre-order. It's $15, and we will ship it as soon as we get it back from our printers. If you will go ahead and do that today, you will gain access to our free live webinar teaching some concepts and principles from the book. You don't want to miss this. This is going to be January 5th at 7 p.m. Central Time, and if you will pre-order the book today, you will gain that as a bonus. And remember, there's a live Q&A, so I'll be able to help you with some of your questions there in that particular uh, webinar. So I want you to go ahead and get signed up at Rodney R. Payne. You'll find the links there. Go ahead and click through, get you registered for the webinar. You get to pre-order your book, and we will ship those out as soon as we get them in from the printer. Well, let's unlock the last episode for the year. And today, I want to simply talk about finish. That's right, finish. Uh, as we look at the end of the year and the end of the quarter and the end of where we are, we're going to go back and we're going to measure all of our goals and measure our our progress and see how we fared throughout the year. But really, um, we we just want to look at this thing called finish. When you think about the finish line, you 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 can exhale with relief. You can uh, celebrate with victory. You can limp across the finish line in some form of defeat. But uh, one thing is that you know you finished. Well, I want you to know that the finish of a year is simply the, the beginning of a next year. And I want to talk about how to uh, what it means to finish. How does a successful leader, uh, entrepreneur, how does one finish uh, in whatever season, whether it's the end of the year, the end of the quarter, just the end of a product or end of a season, uh, how does one finish? Well, the way I want you to finish, I want you to remember this uh, by F-I-N-I-S-H. 
H. I want you to remember this, and I'm going to share this with you so that you can finish in a way that sets you up for success. If you're going to finish well, you must follow through. That's right. There are many things that consume your time as a leader, as a decision maker, and you go through life oftentimes being pulled in many directions at the same time. And so there will be things that you intended to do, that you started out to do, that you perhaps even set goals to do, but you didn't go back and touch it. Maybe you were working a particular lead or opportunity and you didn't get the response that you wanted in the time that you thought you should have gotten it, so you set it to the side. But I want you to go back and follow through on every deliverable, everything you've promised, both externally and internally, when I say externally, you have some clients that you promised to deliver a certain product. You have some opportunities that you said your company would do. Those are external. Internal are going to be twofold. One will be within your team, your processes, and your systems that we said we'd follow through on. And then there are the individual internal follow-throughs where you made a commitment to read a certain number of books. You made a commitment to, uh, to take on a new workout strategy. You decided that you would do some things differently this year. So it's important to, to, to me that you take time and follow through. Go back and revisit. So I know that you've already got your plan for the first quarter of next year and you're ready to go. But before you put the, the final seal on that plan, I want you to make sure that you do a follow-through inventory, a follow-through inventory. Go back and look and check and see where did you miss? Where did you fail to follow through? What opportunities did you leave there? I know that I have a few opportunities that I'm working that really weren't very positive as far as throughout the year. I had some great meetings, but we just never got across uh, the finish line. But my commitment is that I am going to follow through with every open opportunity that I have and either continue it as a prospect or move it to my uh, see again later in the future pile, but I'm not going to just let it sit there. I intend to follow through. So if you want to be a leader who finishes well, you want to make sure that you follow through. Now, in order to follow through, you're going to have to truly have follow through supported by intentionality. We want to be very intentional in what we follow through on. We want to be intentional in how we go about finishing. See, many times there are things that we should have taken off of our list a long time ago. They should not be gaining our time, uh, our attention, or our interest, but we just will not, for whatever reason, set them aside. I want you to be intentional in a few key areas as you move forward. In order to finish strong, I want you to be intentional with your time. That's right. Be intentional with your time. What do I mean? I mean that you should own your calendar. You should tell your time how it will work for you. You should not let your time be stolen from you. You should not allow your time to be dictated by someone else. I want you to be intentional and own your time. I also want you to be intentional in owning your talent. You cannot afford to spread yourself so thinly that you end up doing more than you can do. You exceed your capacity, and as a result, you end up not being effective anywhere. I want you to be very intentional with your time. 
Intentionality with time is twofold. It's it's how you spend your time, uh, how how you spend it, uh, what you allow to consume it, and also how you invest your time. Be intentional to make sure that you get a certain percentage of your time that's devoted to improving yourself. That's in, uh, devoted to caring for yourself. That's devoted to putting you in the right mindset, in the right headspace, if you will, to be able to perform at optimal levels. If you are not intentional with your time, what ends up happening oftentimes is that you look up and you don't know where the time has gone. You become a procrastinator. You become a waster of time. You become one who has regret about wasted time. So you want to make sure that you are very intentional in your time, intentional in your talent, and also intentional in your treasure. Don't waste your resources on things that don't give dividends or or pay a return. Make sure that you are intentional in how you approach, how you view, how you uh, utilize what resources you have. So capital is a limited commodity and you cannot just use it frivolously. You must be uh, intentional in how you utilize your resources. So when you become intentional, you become uh, more efficient and productive as it relates to your business and your personal life. Remember, you are an individual who is a leader who perhaps leads a business as an entrepreneur or a leader of a team, but we want to be intentional in balancing our life. I've heard leaders say that there's really no such thing as balance for a leader, but I want you to make sure that you are intentional in covering your primary basis. That means your personal life as it relates to you and your personal growth and development. It also, as it relates to your personal life with your family, friends, and and uh, whatever type of, of entertainment that you enjoy. And, and also, uh, when it comes to that time, how much time you spend working and how much time you spend doing other things. Intentionality is going to allow you to have this balance that you will touch the bases that you need to touch. Now, what will also happen when you seek to be very intentional, there will be some things that you will put off of your list, not because um, they're not good things, they're just not good things for you. And so you'll have to make some decisions along the way. How do I want to approach this? How will I view this? What will I do with this? So again, if you're going to finish, you've got to follow through and you've got to be intentional. Uh, N, you have to really appreciate newness. And a leader who is going to finish is one who is going to be uh, appreciate newness. When I say appreciate newness, what I'm talking about, newness is, is literally, I'll define it as being willing to grow to the new. Many times we rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, and in some cases you don't mess with success, so rinse and repeat works great. But I want you to know that if all you ever do is rinse and repeat, you will never expand your capacity. So I want you to be willing to uh, be open to something new. Um, not that it, it, it's, it's just different times and different seasons. There are things that I uh, do or have done in the past that uh, I've grown beyond that season or that's not that it's a bad thing or anything in that way. It's just that that's, not, that's no longer a priority for me and I've shifted some things in my life. And, and some of my better experiences um, are, are new to me. Uh, several years ago, I began a process of, of reading and intaking of information that changed my life. 
life. Well, that was new for me at that time. Now it's a rinse and repeat, but I would never have gotten to this place where I really begin to explore and expand my capacity uh, through reading had I not taken on the new challenge to read more. I was more of a research reader. I would go find what I was looking for, read it, gain information, and move on. And now I've expanded to a new process of reading for education, reading for edification, and reading for enjoyment. So now the newness uh, that I explored several years ago has become foundational and sustainable now. So sometimes you have to expose yourself to something new. I know in the past I was one who was very hard to really box in or nail into a specific area. And I had a lot of things that I would do. And I and you couldn't ask me what I did. And I give it to you in a concise statement because I was unwilling to let other things go because I had capacity, I thought, to do many things well. The new approach I took was that I simply became an expert. I began to put all of my energy and resources and time into being the best leader that I could be. As a result, I've grown in my area of leadership significantly because I settled down into an area. I know that I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. So what I do is I add value to people each and every day of my life, and that is what I focus on. So so in knowing that, that was new for me because I wanted to be your coach. I wanted to be uh, your corporate trainer. I wanted to be your friend. I wanted to be your golf buddy. I wanted to be your financial planner. I had many many things that I that I thought I could do and do well, but I could not do them all well at the same time. So when I got a narrowed focus and began to understand that I add value to people, how do I do that? Through various platforms, but it's the same thing that I do. And that was a new approach to me, but it allowed me to experience exponential growth. So now I simply add value to people. That's what I do. I, I equip people to experience the best version of themselves every day in every area of their life. And that's done through uh, publications like books, uh, uh, through uh, audio means like podcasts, uh, through public speaking, but it's all the exact same thing. And when I began to narrow that focus, that was a new approach for me, but it, it, it propelled me into a place of fulfillment like never before. So if you're going to finish, you've got to follow through. You've got to uh, have intentionality. You've got to have newness. And then you have to be inspired. If you want to finish, you you don't limp across the finish line. You're you're looking forward to the next challenge. The best thing a leader can do is to lead from a place of inspiration. Now that has to be grounded and 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 and, and underwritten by your preparedness and other things. But who wants to follow an uninspired leader? If you're not passionate about what you do, how can you expect anyone else to be passionate about? what you do. You have to uh, have a passion that is not manufactured by you, but rather that which you do, it will draw you in and get you consumed. I have a good friend of mine that he would use this as a, as a, as a phrase to me. He would tell me when I was working in my, in my zone of genius, in my area of expertise, he says, you are ate up with this, or you're eaten up with this, or you're consumed with this. That That's the passion that you want in your leader. You don't want a leader who is motivated by a paycheck. You want a leader who is motivated by progress and what they do, and they believe in what they do. That's why finding the right opportunity, the right team, the right company, the right brand are so important, because you have to be inspired. What inspires me the most is when I get to see those that I serve through leadership 
achieving their dreams, their goals, and their visions. When I get to watch what happens in their life as a result of our time together and they are thriving, it gives me this overwhelming excitement and I can hardly keep it to myself. And that's how I lead. I lead inspired. And if you're going to finish, you've got to be inspired. Even though uh, I oftentimes set my goals as stretch goals, so there are sometimes I make them and blow them out of the water and there's other times that I, I don't quite get there, but I'm inspired for the next challenge. So you got to follow through. You have, have to have intentionality. You have to have newness and, and you have to be inspired. But in your inspiration, don't ever get so inspired that you fail to be strategic. That's right, that you fail to be strategic. Inspiration and celebration and excitement are good. They're, they're great. They're, they're fun. They make the job exciting. But if you don't have a strategy, then you're selling something that will never become a reality. You may be inspired, but you may be an inspired underachiever. Someone may say, I'm always excited, but I just never get there. That's because the winning is in the strategy. You have to be strategic. You cannot be strategic if you're unwilling to follow through. You cannot be strategic when you fail to be intentional. You cannot be strategic when you fail to experience new things. You cannot be strategic when you're not inspired to be the very best and become an expert at what you do. Believe in what you do, research what you do, build a strategy for what you do, and then go execute what you do. If you do not have a strategy, you will find yourself wasting time. People without a strategy are unintentional people. They, they are people without intention. You have no intention of being successful. You simply have a dream. If you will not take the time to write down your strategy, chart out your plan, go through the education educational process to learn what you need to do about your craft to improve your craft to not if you don't give yourself those opportunities to develop a game winning plan you will not get there uh, as you all know i say this often football season is the most wonderful time of the year and when you get to a certain level of football everyone has good athletes but not everyone has the best coaches uh, you have to have a strategy or a game plan if you're going to win the game. The, the game is often not won by the best athletes, but it's rather won by the team that has the best strategy. They understand how to how they'll approach the game, how they'll operate on offense, how they'll function on defense, and therefore they execute their game plan or their strategy, and, the, and that's how they end up in victory. That means they're going to accentuate their strengths. They're going to try to take away the opponent's strengths. They're going to stay away from things they don't do well and put in place those things that they do well and maximize them by optimal execution. That's what you're going to do, and that's what strategy does for you, my friends. Listen, I've got one more thing I want to share with you. We've talked about follow through. We've talked about intentionality. We've talked about newness. We've talked about being inspired. We've talked about being strategic. The last thing I want to talk about is hope. Hope. Now, now, oftentimes you will hear leadership development and motivational speakers. They will tell you that hope is not a strategy. So, so hope is in some ways counterintuitive to strategy. But let me take a different spin on this, this hope process. Hope is not a strategy, but rather hope is an expectation. 
and expectation. So if I could get you to borrow this definition for just a moment, it will help us to get to a place. So hope is what I expect to happen. So the key to my hope becoming a reality is what is my expectation based on? Well, my expectation is based on I know I'm going to follow through. I know I'm intentional. I know I'm open to new ideas. I know I'm inspired, and I know I build strategies. So my mindset or my expectation or my hope is that I will demand these actions of myself on a daily basis, and this will drive my brand. This will drive my success. This will drive my expectation. This will drive my a commitment. This will drive my working. See, what happens when I have an expectation of myself, now I have measurements, and those measurements are going to lead me to modify where I need to so that I can be everything that I desire to be. So add hope as you finish. So when you finish this season, the last thing you think about on your way to your next season is hope. You expect of yourself discipline. You expect of yourself to win. You expect of yourself to be prepared. You expect of yourself to be strategic. You expect of yourself to be inspired. You expect of yourself to be intentional. You expect of yourself to follow through. My friend, you expect yourself to be the best possible leader. Again, I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. I thank you so much for hanging out with me for an entire year as you've grown together. Make sure that you will go go to our YouTube channel at Rodney R. Payne. Do me a favor, subscribe there and leave a comment. I've got something special I want to drop you uh, if you'll do that. Uh, Also, don't forget, go ahead and pick up your pre-order today of Critical Decisions Made Easy. It's a critical decision process that will allow you to uh, gain comfortability uh, in your decision-making, help you determine between critical and uncritical decisions, and help you to have a process that's reproducible that you can use for every decision. I want you to pick that up at RodneyRPayne.com today. Go ahead and get that and make sure that you do that because you will then be uh, qualified to receive a free live webinar January 5th at 7 p.m. Central Time. All of your credentials will be emailed to you when you purchase and pre-order that book. I can't wait to do what we're going to do as we get started with our next year. I'm looking forward with hope. I've got expectation that we will follow through. We will be intentional. We will look into newness. We'll be inspired and we'll be strategic. Until next time, I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Let's keep growing together. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would, rate and subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.